Well, a uh, couple of things to, to, to share more from the from the local church perspective. One, one thing that um, uh, we, 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 like many, many churches, we, we try to do all the things that kind of we know that we need to do. Uh, make sure that we have a, a good children's program, a thriving uh, youth ministry, and an inspiring college ministry. Um, so we, like all of you, we are there. Um, uh, but uh, I, I don't know if you can relate to me that we know we look, when we look at our churches and we, we look at what we're doing, we kind of sense that there's, there's something else, that we could do better than this. We, 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 but sometimes we don't know how. And uh, um, one of the things then, then from the very beginning we knew in our church um, that are very kind of important in, in, in values when it comes to values in, in our local church was uh, the emerging generation. So from the very beginning, we, we um, started to invest in, in, in young people um, and to believe uh, more in them than what the world believes in them. And uh, kind of like I was sharing yesterday a little bit on looking at that branch and see that arrow inside of them. Uh, so we immediately started to work with very young people. Uh, uh, what our, our equipping pastor today, TJ, when we started with him seven years ago, uh, you were 19, 19, and uh, he already in the church, he was one of the top leaders uh, already that age. There's risks of them. Through these six years, I've been more uh, more ready to fire him than to to do right several times. He moved here, TJ. Yeah, we, we, we had those conversations, but always uh, co- coming back to what Sheldon shared with the with the senior pastors, a, a very crucial message this morning. Uh, then all of us at, at one point we're gonna drop the ball, but we're not done. We can pick it up and, and keep going. So. Investing in young people, yes, uh, sometimes is it, 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 risky. Not sometimes, I would say most of the times, is is very risky. But the result, the end result, then, then what you get, uh, it, it is amazing. You're you're shaping somebody. Then and 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 TJ at 23, 22, 24, he was learning things than I was learning when I was 35, 36. He was exposed. Not only to certain principles, but the practice of those principles. So, one of the things that we have done in our church is um, intentionally, intentionally, we 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 display young people. Uh, so uh, we have on our staff uh, um, very very young people. Um, TJ's twenty six. Lindsay, I don't know. Wanna, you know. Is that okay if we share your age? Twenty five. Uh, I believe Kamu is 27. 27. We just hired uh, an admin. This is all the front, but in the back end, the administrative uh, point, we have some some um, people with more experience. Notice that I didn't say old. Uh, people with more experience, <laughs> but we have young people right behind them. So intentionally, with pairing um, like our edification director with a younger person. Um, usually, that's what we're looking at. Then every per, every pe- pe- person on staff that is above thirty, I believe Ryan was sharing that yesterday. I was looking inside the hearing the message inside. There's somebody next next to them uh, in a younger age uh, working with them. Our our 
Weekend services, we're pretty much is everybody's under 30. I'm the only one over 30. When you come to our church, you will think, is this a church of young people or what? Because intentionally we put in the platform people under 30. Um, not to say that people over 30 doesn't don't have a place in our church. They do. And um, let me just tell you kind of like very quick. I don't want to take all the time, but this story, I can pass it to you. Um, it was probably four years ago we did our, uh, every year we do like a, like a, like a youth takeover service. When the kids pretty much take over ushers, take over uh, greeting, uh, the platform. And um, uh, usually the music is going to be a little different that, that weekend. <laughs> so um, that weekend, I remember I, I just had an extra set of earplugs just in case, just in case somebody needed them so uh, and we have the, the acoustics of the place that we use for worship is not the best so normally even when we don't have those things it's kind of loud but because it was youth service we knew it was going to be extra loud and it was pretty fun it was pretty cool so i knew certain ladies older ladies they would be uncomfortable so i had some extra um ear earplugs right to pass around and then one of them one of the ladies uh, i was like oh i'm so sorry so loud here's some earplugs and and said no 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 problem and i said oh, i'm so sorry said, no don't say sorry you see i've been looking for a church this is this lady is probably 80 some years old you know i've been looking for a church for a while where i can see young people worshiping the lord you can i don't care if my ears bleed as long as there's there's young people worshiping the Lord, I am here. And that's kind of the culture that in our church we have developed with the, the, the older generation. They know that in our church the priority is to pass things to them. Now, I'll be honest with you. Some people don't like that and they go somewhere else. They go to Pastor Wayne Church. That's fine. <laughs> But, but, but then everybody else stays with us. So, uh, but it's, a, it's an important value. I'm just kidding, okay? I'm going to get phone calls later and emails. Bro, it's on YouTube already. My guys are working right now feverishly. <laughs> so, yeah. You're fine, you're fine. No, but uh, uh, just a culture then really we all know that we're there. To prepare for the next the next group that he's going to take. I already, even though I planted this church six years into it, we're already looking for my replacement. We're praying. God, send us that person that we can start training. Hopefully somebody 10, 15 years younger than me. Then in a few years we can pass the church easily. No problem. Like kind of very similar like what Pastor Alex did here, here in this church. So uh, we're excited about that. And I don't feel threatened about it. I feel happy. Uh, that's what we need to do, and that's the kind of the culture that, that we have uh, created in our church. That's from the senior pastor's perspective. Now, he'll give you the, what he sees. Let me tell you what I see when I visit their church and, and just knowing the people. Because you talk about a lot of young people, which everything he says is accurate. But he doesn't see the... There, there are, we we'll call it the seasoned leaders or the older, the older people... What I see in their eyes is they believe in the next generation. It's, they're not just, okay, so the younger people are taking over. They're, they're there. They're not just present. They're not just, you know, taking up space. 
they're there as mentors. And you can see it in their eyes. If you visit New Hope Diamond Head, you'll be able to sense that that's happening. Because it's hard to teach this. It's hard to teach raising up younger people. We can, we can try and teach it as best as possible, but if you don't believe in it, if it's not in you, if, it, if you don't have that gleam in your eyes about the next generation, then you'll be doing all technical things with no heart in it. You'll do the skillfulness of hands, but there will be no head and heart that we talked about earlier. And so it, it must be something we believe in. I'm going to put some people on the spot. I don't know if um, Katie Ann is here right now. Oh, well, she's right here. Okay, Katie Ann, can you come up real quick? And since Casey was laughing, Casey, can you come up too? <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie Ann, Katie Ann. Um, who else is there? Bunny. Bunny, you're going to have to come up. Bunny. Um, I use Pastor Marsha. Matt, can you come up real quick, please? Since you're laughing too. Yeah. No, nobody's laughing. Um, Pastor Alex, can we use you also, please? Yes, because this guy is, he is um, awesome. Yes, prime example. Um, <clears throat> where's um, Brianna? I, I used her last year. But Brianna, come on stage again, Brianna, please. Just real fast. Auntie Tiffany will give you a dollar. Two dollars? <laughs> no. Um, or where's Joey? He's probably doing sound. <laughs> or is he doing slides? Um, okay. Joey, you touching our stuff? <laughs> the $3,000 board. <clears throat> Come up, Joey. We need you real quick. He's like, what are you guys going to do? Okay, so well, we're missing a little gap here, but let's move down a little bit. Yeah, let's move down. So, we gotta go. we're not going by height. We're just going by generation. We're going by ge- let's go by generation. So, so Joey, where are you going, Matt? Oh yeah, we're going this way. Okay, so let's let's come over here. I saw Pastor Fernando standing over here. I'm thinking. So, um, if if Brianna was here, but she's sitting there, but. Um, it's raising them up in the ways of the Lord so that when they get older, they shall not depart from it. So I would be somewhere in here, this area. Um, Pastor Alex, I think I was 25. And he told me he was going to pass this church on to me. 25 years old. And I said, okay. That's all I knew what to say. And then from that point on, I'm thinking, how are we going to do this? But I had to think in the, the way of, okay, what if I took it over today? What would I have to do today to be who God is making me to be? Uh, Matt, how old are you right now, Matt? 19. So Matt was 12, 11 when he was doing slides. And I always tell this story. And he was doing slides and, you know, he would sing along when everybody was doing worship. And I said, so what are you doing, Matt? He said, oh, I'm, I, I, I do the slides. I said, no, you're not. You're leading worship. And he goes, really? And I said, yeah, try to not to do the slides. See what happens. So he put a blank on it. Nobody sang because they didn't know the words. I said, you're the leader. So, but um, then he used to play ukulele in the, in, in the office because that's where our PowerPoint slides were. 
And then uh, I didn't know he played ukulele, but somebody somebody asked him to be a part of the youth worship team. Then, as he continued to grow up, now he's on our um, big church worship team, and now you have a microphone, don't you, Mike? Uh, don't, don't you, Matt? Mike. But he, he he plays bass for our Sunday services with a mic. And he leads U-turn worship, don't you? Yeah. But that's who, that's something that the Lord is doing. Kitty, and how old are you? So she's 22. She came on staff last year, two years ago. Two years in June. Like uh, Pastor Fernando is saying, if we don't have these younger guys coming up, we're done in the next 20 years or even less for some. I think um, for somebody like Katie Ann, I can share this because we, Katie Ann loves me. Um, she'll make some mistakes once in a while. She'll have some, you know, errors here and there. But that's not what we look at in her. We're looking at who is God making her to be. Because if we only look at her faults or anybody's faults, we're all done. We have no, nobody has a chance to become who God is making us to be. But if we look at who they're becoming in the Lord, then we can model what Christ did. Because while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Am I willing to die for Katie Ann when she is a sinner? When she makes her mistakes, am I willing to die for her? Case, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Depends. I got to die quickly. <laughs> Can I be on slow death? Uh, Casey, how old are you right now, Casey? 23. 23. So I remember Casey when he first came to our one of our camps because you came from another church. You came from nowhere. He was in mine. <laughs> he came from Pahoa, so. Uh, but, and I've never shared, I've never shared this, so hopefully me and Casey can stay good friends. Uh, you came from Pahoa too, so I, I gotta watch myself. But, <laughs> senior pastor one day. <laughs> Maybe even district supervisor. But when Casey came, um, we had to, we had to put certain people around him <laughs> to help him because we saw leadership in him. Some uh, and and we were learning in this process, but some other people were saying, "Yeah, but he he's he does this and he does that," and and almost looking at fault, and not in a bad way. They're just saying, "How is this guy going to lead?" But w- we cannot look at who they are today. We got to look at who they're becoming. Love them today, so that they can become everything that God wants them wants them to be. In other words, let's get out of the way so that He can have His way. So Casey, now you serve with all over because he serves with our U-turn senior high junior high and senior high crossover which is our young adults and he's on the worship team on our Sunday morning services is that it? it's <laughs> like Joey is that it? yeah it's ever ex- oh drama choir he I, I'm sure you guys understand the role he plays because you guys have those kinds of people in there. Bunny grew up in the youth ministry because your mom and dad came to the church. And then now you are the Life Stage director. And all the things you used to do in youth ministry are being done to you. Pastor, Pastor Marsha, Pastor Marsha, uh, she was our former children's pastor. And now she's our executive pastor. Uh, that's also intentional. 
because she has relationship with people. In fact, the adults she now leads used to be in her children's ministry. And we talked a little bit earlier about the long haul. She said, I'm that old? No. It's you're in it for the long haul. Um, the reason why I brought, brought Pastor Alex up is I, I'm going to speak on this side of it. When you invest in somebody and you don't see what you're becoming, but somebody else does, it helps you to uh, get past the struggles, the, the pain, the hurts, the mistakes that you go through because somebody believes in you. So the life stage, that's what we call it, life stage ministries. It's what Jesus was. From birth to age 30, Christ built his lifestyle so that for the next three years, he could do his ministry and beyond because we are now the body of Christ. And Joey is eight years old. Brianna is four. You know, we have kids in our nursery. Like, uh, as a senior pastor, I'll, I'll pop by in our nursery and I'll just pray over the kids. They don't know, but I just pray, Lord, may they find you. May they find you and that they will call upon you as Lord and Savior. From there, then he'll slot them wherever he, he feels they're called. But this is in a nutshell what Life Stage Ministries is. This never works. Listen very carefully. If I as the youth pastor, Pastor Marsha as the children's pastor, uh, Casey, let's just say Casey is the young adults overseer, if we don't get along... I don't care how hard you try to let this flow. If we don't... I should have brought Brandon up. If we don't... Because Brandon oversees our young adults. If Brandon and I don't get along, the young adults will not flourish. If, if Brandon does not get along with Bunny in high school and young adults... <laughs> you can see the tension right now. It, it, this just won't work. Let's thank them for um, just being an example up here. Thank you. Hard to teach, but it's it's possible because we do this in our families. You know, we, we teach them how to cook, we teach them how to clean. But it's I think it's just an it's an automatic thing that happens in life. It's just when they come to the church, it's like we put so many boundaries on everybody. And then when relationships aren't good with the leadership, then then our, our kids suffer because the youth pastor, the children's pastor doesn't get along. How in the world? Can we introduce kids to Christ if we're not being Christ-like with one another? That's virtually impossible for them to come to know the true Christ when our relationships aren't well. It starts with us as leaders and us as senior pastors to, to invest in our younger leaders and, and bring them together. Do something that helps them to build that relationship together. Otherwise, everything we do, it's, it's going to be very difficult. So, I know we had uh, three questions. Uh, I don't know if Fernando, if you have anything more. Um, Pastor Lynn, just one, one quick thought. Because I know there's the practical side of that and what uh, Pastor Fernando is also doing. Uh, we have our, like Brandon guys, our young adults help serve in our, well they serve in our, even in our seniors ministry. But we try to have our young adults serve in our high school. High schoolers serve in our junior highers. Junior highers serve in our team kids. Team kids, which is our elementary serve in our little builders and then we also have they call them junior workers junior nursery workers that the that the teenagers help in our nursery not because we need people not because no more adults nobody like doom so we're going to find somebody oh pick on the kids 
It's like he's saying, an intentional thing, but you're doing it on purpose so that you can build that relationship. No, I'm done. <laughs>